Tonight on Hipstar Tonight, paid for by the following 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK For all of your show business requirements, please contribute any donations to the Heart and Soul Foundation. You can listen to full weekly episodes now available on iTunes. All of this and more at hipstar.ca It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Monday, January 30th, 2017. Uh, okay, so you create a show to talk about you and your friends. It can get over the top if your emotions are out of control. Sure. If your ex-wife attacks your my personal life, then I'm going to have to admit that that fucking hack is a wannabe of talent. But there are people you do favors for. Get them some bookings. Do their radio show for them, and BAM! All of a sudden, they're bashing you on the audio waves, conspiring their hate and evil. Co-workers can be evil, and exes can be Satan. It's not fair, okay? You give people these chances, Jay. Right. We don't want to start off the week hot, but I mean... I, I honestly, obviously, you know specifically what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what happened sure. over the weekend when you were on the the PP show. Um, and sure, yeah. yeah. You, you uh, as a friend of mine, and <clears throat> you know, uh, a, a co-host of this show. I'm going to call you a host because we host it together. You you don't deserve that. You know what? What I really irked me about this YouTube clip. What really bugged me about this is right. that you didn't have a chance to stand up for yourself. They, they, I still haven't. I still haven't had a chance to speak up for myself, which is actually interesting that you bring this up as a topic of the show today because it's mm. going to be my first actual uh, voice, mm. my first actual outlet, we my first get out actual there? where I get to voice my opinion on a fucking show that that uh, you know, quite frankly, I gave exclusive interviews to yeah. over the past year, yeah, and quite frankly, uh, uh, increased their ratings. Mm-hmm. And now they want to, like everybody else does, like the you know the Frank Thorns and the the, the Quan Changs, the Chris Summers, all these kind of guys, of yeah, yeah. Uh, want to rape me after and and steal my spotlight and take oh. it as their own. And that's exactly the situation that happened here. It's not right with uh, PP as well as uh, SS. The P's and the S's have been attacking the J's. And it's just been uh, no, it's, it's an not uncontrollable right. alphabet uh, yeah. all week long. What we don't think about, and you know what? I, I, why do we always take the side of the woman right away? Why is the woman so much more likely to seem innocent? Because she right away, like, the first thing she said, the only compliment she gave you is that she thought mm. you were so cool until she got to know who you were, and then you, you she, right. he's a loser. He was not, But she spent all that time with you. And then, but what does that say about you, about your taste, and what he did for you? you know, and you're going to say that you saw a loser? That's not. That's not somebody right. Somebody that was uh, blackballed out of the business, mm. and for somebody that you know couldn't get along with the workers. And, yeah. You know, especially the women in the business who yeah. still don't really like her. Uh, they don't want to work. Yeah. I stood by her side. Yeah, you did. Being a, an immigrant coming into another country, yeah. I f- I figured she needed the help, <laughs> yeah. and I was there a lot of times for her. Both you and I, Zach, you've been there beside me That's when true, we've gone man. in blue suede shoes for these functions. We would have these after parties, and you've yeah. noticed yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the blatant disregard for me, even uh, oh, no, trying Jay. to help out. Jay, it was emotional abuse, is what it was. She wasn't treating you right, man. Yes. A lot of emotional abuse. I think that um, 
in a lot of ways, uh, for what we don't support with the mm. Donald Trump administration, we should be taking a second look at because I don't know that these Hungarians are any different from the one that I was dating. Yeah. But it seems like uh, yeah. they are ready to go to war at all times. Yeah. Um, it seems Fiery. like they don't want to cooperate. And it seems like even if you help them out, even give them a place to live, for God's sakes, yeah, right. they will attack. Yeah, and uh, this is a case here. Uh, I am under attack, and I am under attack no by uh, Standard Broadcasting. Yeah, I'm under attack by the radio station, yeah. and I'm under attack by SS. Uh, you know who is uh, my ex-wife? As you're talking about your ex-wife attacking you. Yeah, this one's mm-hmm. attacking me, and uh, it just seems like a lot of the. Uh, reaction that I've gotten over the week in the public in the streets where you know they've heard her on the air yeah, yeah, yeah. you know a spot that she would never have if it wasn't for me being on the air promoting my brand they're talking about you um, yeah 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 it just seems like easy to do and it seems like easy for Pat Porter to get a, a few ha-has and a few laughs out of this oh yeah um, and he was just he was stoking the fire too he was just encouraging it he just wanted the ratings right he got the weekend slot just come on dig more at uh, at uh, Jay more that's all we want to hear and that's not fair jay we got this outlet and it's great we you know we do have freedom of speech in this country and we do have this platform where we can say anything but now with this format change of gender equality and the way the world works we can't say these things we can't say that the woman is out to get me because we're the bad guy and it just i i man i am so lost I, I want to stick up it's for you. It's interesting, but... Hipstar, what you say there. You bring up a hell of a good point where if you've taken uh, the hours mm. that I have broadcasted, I've got many clips out on YouTube. I, I've been yeah, a broadcaster most of my career. And the thing is, for PP, you know, <laughs> we're talking about Pat Porter. Let's not mix words here. Uh, That's what I call basically him, yeah. saying he's not welcoming on the air anymore because yeah. of the fact that I have to literally go through uh, three or four years of broadcasting school, yeah. uh, you know, be it London or Hamilton or Niagara. Which in is order ludicrous to, to me. Yeah, it's with where he's at, ludicrous. but yet he'll let a Hungarian that the Hungarian on that doesn't even know the English language with broken leg, you know, yeah. to talk shit about me, oh, and it just seems like an unfair scenario. And it should be something that I should be uh, talking to a lawyer to. Probably not Pee Wee Castles. Maybe not the best idea <laughs> no, in this case, no, no, but it no. just seems like. Once again, I'm painted into a corner and taken down. I'm a target, and, and and they got their sights set on me. For all I was ever trying to do was being a manager in the wrestling business. It just seems a little stupid. No, it, it is stupid. It is stupid. And you know what? I, I, I'm going pro bono on this case. You said it yourself. You need an attorney. I, as your attorney, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick up for you. I'm not going to be yes, your sir. friend because you don't need a, a biased opinion in this. You need the truth. The truth needs to get out there! The truth! Of all the years that I've wasted my time managing guys like, uh, you know, Troy Buchanan, uh, uh, (laughs) the the list goes on and on, Chris Summerfield. Yeah. uh, 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 You know, even I would even go as far as the Rex Atkins. Some of these guys, when I started in my career, it just was a waste of my time. And it just seemed like I was an old guy dressing up in these ridiculous costumes to get some sort of pop out of the crowd. And now it's come to this point where I'm actually under attack by the public on a a major market radio station by my ex-wife. And these people are sitting there getting ha-has and and giggles out of this. Yeah, You know, from somebody that was blackballed out of the business and from somebody else who's uh, uh, sitting there on the air at 70 years old telling me that I shouldn't be on the air because I get ratings for his show. Yeah. 
that yeah. that now I, you got to cut that out because how dare you take the spotlight away from me? Well, yeah. I don't know what you wanted from me in the first place. I was supposed to be a guest on your show. Oh, you you, know, you thought that you Mary thought Kish. that, but as yes. your as your attorney, I, I I'm reading through the bullshit here. No, he set you up to knock you down. He brought you in as a quote yeah. unquote guest, so we can set up the yes. story, and then bam, let's get the ex wives on the show exactly. and let's tear them apart. And that is not right. No. I hate your guts. I want to talk to the BBC about this. Over the years, have like uh, tried to like push me aside and you know, smooth talk with Sylvie in order to, like, kind of get in her pants. And that's exactly what this guy did. Like, if you listen to the interview, yeah, he they even made available on YouTube uh, through Crossfire Wrestling because that's so important to put up there. Yeah. has yeah. nothing to do with a wrestling match whatsoever, Not but really, any, no. any sort of drama with Jay Moore has got to be uploaded. Yeah, yeah. So you can hear the clip, but it just seems like, uh, you know... Not a lot going on except for a lot of like what? What is this? The guy think he's gonna bang Sylvie Silver? Because that's right. what it sort of sounds like to me. Like like the smooth talk and the old school radio voice and you know, oh you like my show, Sylvie? You just don't like Jay Moore? Like you're, you're hammering me on for what? Because I got your ratings. I try to help out. I think I'm a pretty nice guy overall. I don't know why I get this flack from the audience. Yeah, I know. I, uh, or the boys in the locker room. I think I've done nothing but help over the years. I mean, if you watch the, the, the people that I've worked with before they became stars, so many, yeah. the Michael Elgins, the Sean Spears, the, 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 who else We're, is out there? I mean, they're all, all out there. Showtime, yeah. Eric Young. You did all these guys once. that have hit TV while I've... Totally awesome. Yeah. You were his, like, you brought him to the top. You made him NXT champion. Yes. You know? It's not right, man. It just seems like um, it just seems like my name and what I have done is now being overlooked. Yeah. And really, I've meant nothing to Ontario or you know the independent scene. Oh yeah, and I know. Either I was lied to or uh, what gullible. Probably, uh, you know, it is time for me to step down. Uh, well, especially well, knowing that last it. week when stop we did right the Hall there. of Fame induction, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the lowest rated show of the week because no one's interested. Well, I got to stop you right so, there. Okay, all right, I, I have to stop you. And Jay, you trust me on this when I say that I relate to you in this situation. When you know one night goes right after a show, and then the next night your Twitter's blowing up, and it's caused all by right. your ex-wife, your ex-love. She causes it all, and yes. your Twitter is just ridicule and animosity, and it's just mean comments that make you just want to run away from it all. Yes. When I say you need to remove your heart from this, you need to take your heart and, and separate it from what is really going on here, what's wrong. You, you're you're 50-50 here. You're, you're right about what is being done to you, but you're wrong about what you're saying. You can't just say, like, it's because, you know, she loved me so much and she just wanted to use me for my king-size bed and for my house. You can't say that, man. She, You just have to focus on what has been done to you, your personal harm. And believe me, Jay, talking to you now, you're a wreck. You're an emotional wreck. And, Absolutely. And that's what we got to focus yeah. focus on. Your mental health is at risk right now. And we're going to take this. We're going to take this to the to the wrestler's court. Jay, I'm not going to let this go, all right? So, you know, uh, shout-outs to SS and PP. We heard your BS, <laughs> and we're coming for you. We're coming for you. Bad weather brewing, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm not taking this thing down. I am uh, upset. My stomach has been turning. Uh, I've been an emotional wreck all week long. And it's something that I usually can handle very well. And for years, I wanted to get rid of SS anyways because uh, it was a bad breakup. 
I kept a lot of her clothes here at my house for memories. I don't know why. Maybe it's a little bit creepy. Maybe it's just uh, maybe I'm looking for you know a future. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just misunderstood. I don't know. But the thing is, uh, you've hurt my career and my family and me. And now you put this on public airwaves. Uh, the rest of the wrestling community is absolutely laughing at me. I mean, when I think of the legendary managers that have been in Ontario that paved the way for me, the Scott Demores, the Jesse Jones, I just think I have let the industry down and it's now gone public like the National Enquirer, like TMZ, and I'm just uh, ashamed of myself just as much as OJ Simpson is. Go ahead, Hipstar. You wanna talk about me on your show don't understand how it goes anymore Come for you Come for you Come for you That's right! Listen, PP! We come for you! Talk about it on your show and come for you You know I'm wrong Break me down I'm just a man And I'm not gonna take it I don't like you anymore I keep your clothes around And I don't necessarily know why But I'm coming for you And it's gonna break you down That was it. Like an old Johnny Cash too. It just sounded yeah. so good. That was a song of a pure raw aggression right there. I really saw flashes of what I was going through. I know I already said that, yeah. but man, like, I don't want this to happen. We can't repeat this stuff. So I want to, to just say, yeah. Well, and I've seen a lot of what you went through with your ex, and it just seems like it was never meant to be. Not that the fact that you didn't give your heart and your soul to your ex, but it just seems like you were being set up in order to be stomped on and trampled upon oh, yeah. to get in another level of the business. You know, like you're the laughing joke because she just looks at you and like this guy was a nothing, but because of him I got all these bookings and I got all this publicity and I know how to now act in front of these uh, so-called stars, you know, and I'm getting my name out there. So you people can't get over in the business, but you're going to get over this way by, uh, what, sabotaging our careers? Throwing somebody else down. Seems, uh, it's true. Hey, just because things might be going on in your life doesn't mean that you stop worrying about you and taking care of yourself, okay? And while people are trying to get at us and stab us down, we will not bend, we will not break, and it is tonight, tonight on Rip Search Tonight. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight, paid for by the following 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK For all of your show business requirements, please contribute any donations to the Heart and Soul Foundation. You can listen to four weekly episodes now available on iTunes. All of this and more at hipstar.ca. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Ah, Tuesday. Hey, Tuesday, January 31st, 2017. Uh, you know me. I don't really rely on violence. Uh, you'd think I would, but wrestlers, they don't really have a right to, I think. I had one embarrassing fight in grade 10 against uh, Jonathan Bertrand, which uh, no one won because we were such horrible fighters. Uh, and there was that time I headbutted turn up in the nose. Uh, <laughs> violence is for those that are scared. Scared because they feel threatened, 
scared because they feel intimidated. So you do such things when you're scared like death threats. Death threats are for those that need to intimidate and push back to feel like more of a man. But more times than not, they're for the people that cannot admit that they're wrong. They can't admit the truth that their creative process is fucking stupid. Just look at your posters. They suck. The names of, of your shows. <laughs> well, no, as like as as Hutch Henry's as my supplier, you know, I I won't necessarily, you know. But you, I'm I'm referring to last uh, Wednesday, uh, I believe it was, where we had to actually our my the executive producer, the woman, literally would not post the episode unless we bleeped out the name we said. She would not air that name because the name found out. And he threatened us. He said, you talk about me and my family again, I'll fucking fuck you and I'll fuck you and Jay. And and it was just a lot of animosity. And I, I yeah. this is going to happen with this kind of show. I understand that. But right. I, I, there's no need for that. And honestly, like, bud. And my question is, and what I like to explain to the audience, and I think what you're trying to say is, trying, like, yeah. when you break into this business, you have stars in your eyes and you're looking at becoming some sort of celebrity in a yeah. lot of ways. And I think guys like so naive. the trained yeah. us, like the, you know, the friends, possibly we should censor that out under the new administration and the new rulings here. Well, death but, threats. Um, yeah. Stop the music! I think that, you know, you're mad at us for what? Are you mad at us because we're talking about something on a podcast that may be mm. of interest to your audience. Yeah, right. And you don't like it being said because uh, yeah. we it's sit here and tell day. the truth, which yeah. may hurt your business. Yeah. But isn't your business just to entertain the fans anyways? Don't you need to be talked about on a podcast? Like, am I not supposed to talk about... I'm not getting telegrams from Ty Dillinger saying, uh, don't talk about me in the Royal Rumble tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting that. Spoilers! Like, no, tonight, they, you mean yesterday. You mean two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying two days ago. But what I'm saying is I'm not getting those telegrams because these people need these podcasts to drive the industry, to drive the business. They what do, do you yeah, think yeah. sells tickets? Yeah. Is it you standing out on a hard road with some sign on a fucking phone pole? Or is it us <laughs> talking to a, uh, an audience? Like, I mean, come on. I think I've done nothing but good for this business. I think I've been here 10, 12, 13, 14 years. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. from New Vision Pro to RWI to the Neos to wherever else I'm working, Crossfire, whatever. I think next, I've been yeah, in addition. Yeah. I think I've helped. I think uh, there's not been any problems, any heat with me. And now you want to bring on a heat because I helped you. All I did was help you even in the times that I worked for your promotion. Yeah. I think we got it off the ground and made something of it. I think I'd still be nice out there today, but you, you, you got some sort of thing against me. How long do I have to do this for? Like, fuck. It's true. It's true. And it makes me question myself. Do I want to go back to the entertainment business or, or do I got to pick up a new skill set? Do I, you know, go back to school? Do I go back and, and try something else, you know? I've been trying it with these improv groups, uh, Jay. I want to tell you this story. Over uh, the weekend, we had a, there was a, um, a, a pillow fort party over at the uh, the theater center on Queen Street, right beside the Great Hall. Same night as uh, Super Kicked, but uh, I had a nice, uh, I brought my improv group. We're called uh, Home Improv Mint. 
and a uh, great group of people. And I met like, but these pretentious Humber students and all they're talking is, oh, you know, I almost got in trouble and I almost got a speeding ticket. And then bam, I was three beer- beers in. I told them my life story and I fucking frightened these kids. I told them about my DUI. They were right. fucking scared, man. They're like, shit, is this what I had to look forward well, to? Like, I, I brought it up on this program before that we become pussified as a society and a lot of the uh, boys agree with me like from the millennials on from 2000 on oh we're so weak uh, you guys do not know how to live because um it didn't matter in the day whether you wore a fucking seatbelt uh whether you drank a drove whether you did cocaine like you just got (laughs) to the next town and that's the way we did things now if it's all about fucking video games uh, we don't even use social media anymore. Well, no, no, uh, that's all they deal. use. They don't even go outside and do human interaction. They have to make friends through fucking Facebook groups. This is like what we do yes, now. But they don't use Facebook because it's just been reported on PP's actual show, Johnny ninety one seven. Um, millennials will not use Facebook, and Facebook is most often used from thirty four to forty years old. Where the fuck is he getting uh, those stats? That's well, not fucking true. That can't be true. The fuck? Well, I think the millennials are either using Instagram or PP is a liar. You know, and I think it's ridiculous that we yeah. refer to him as PP. It just sounds like a ridiculous uh, good you know, initials, but <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously with the new women in charge here uh, at, at Spreaker.com and uh, more importantly iTunes, we can't say the things that we used to say. I can't bring up names. I can't uh, use the word broad. Yeah. That has to be censored out. It just seems like everything is fucking falling apart. Well, I just got this uh, instant message uh, right now from uh, Jeff Berkeley. Uh, he says, uh, "Hey Jay, uh, sad to see hear you talking down on yourself so much and questioning if you want to stay. Maybe pick up a new career, maybe. But you are the second best wrestling manager in the business. You can't do it, even though PP Show is my favorite in the entire world. Jeff Berkeley, Hamilton, Ontario. Jeff Berkeley has proven." beyond a shadow of a doubt that you can get a, a, a gimmick t-shirt at a concert uh, sort of store yeah, and <laughs> yeah. wear your um, sunglasses, your safety glasses from Weed Man that used to work. <laughs> and you can go manage Quan Chang yeah. and you can go be the best damn manager on the circuit today. So shout out to Jeff Berkeley yeah, for man. everything he's contributed to Ontario Indies, you know, indie wrestling and uh, being one of the greatest managers of Quan Chang his best friend, uh, Jeff Berkeley, goes down in history in Ontario as the number one manager in all of Ontario. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you for your contributions. They were great. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff Berkeley, for tuning in. Thank you for having a googly eye and telling me what's on your chest. Thank you, Jeff Berkeley. I just want to do it tonight. Yes, thank you, Jeff. Uh, but I think Ian Rotten was one of his favorite wrestlers. He used to wear that, um, oh, what was that wrestling promotion with the old Kiss Army logo? He wore that hoodie all the fucking time. He was know. so proud of it. And I think it was like, well, what was it, Axel Rotten's promotion or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tried to do it in ECW or something and like just brought his brother in mm-hmm. and they would just get like, just totally yeah. tanked. Well, that was... Just tank house matches. But, 
Yeah. I think well, Berkeley um, is a redneck, and I respect the rednecks. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's got a, a set of guns on him. <laughs> you know, he doesn't like the liberals. He doesn't like uh, fucking anything. Like, he's he's yeah. Jeff Berkeley, and, and you got to appreciate that about Jeff. Uh, he's his own man. I a think, big man, but his own man. I think he was touching on a, on a very sensitive issue, and it's something that you were telling me off air. Uh, just earlier before we even started this Tuesday episode about how yeah. you're questioning wrestling altogether and you don't like know yeah. where to turn. You might have ideas, but like Jay, like if there's any self doubt, man, I want to remind you that you are a talented individual. So like, don't get too just like on Monday when you wanted to like attack Sylvia for attacking you. You, you got to remove your right, heart, bro. Right. So what are you thinking? Are I you think thinking there's, like? Um... There's a bitterness. I wouldn't say bitterness, but there's something that sits inside me where I say to myself, you know, mm. all of these people, mm-hmm. uh, your crazy Steves, mm-hmm. your Sean Spears, yeah. your Eric Youngs, yeah. like I have literally watched as a fan yeah. and watched their comp- uh, careers completely yeah. swim right past me <laughs> and into the, the, yeah. the big scene. And they're just like, the, you know, I'm like, wow, how did this, just like wow. this young, talented group just past me in my career and i never really got as far as where i needed to be i think you know when i sit and think about it maybe uh like a michael elgin says it best like maybe i didn't treat these people right when i started my career and that's why my career is sort of funneling and not getting where theirs used to be because i probably came in with an attitude and a chip on my shoulder thinking that i was number one knowing that I could never be as great as Jeff Berkeley. I could never be as great as some of the people that paved the way for me. And that's why I'm left where I am today. Yeah. And everybody's career is past where I am. And it's, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's tore mm. me apart. I got to admit, it's just, it's done something to me. It's very discouraging once you don't follow through with how you wanted to act. My ex-wife actually taught me this one thing and, I, and I'll always thank her and be grateful for that is that if you think you are the shit and you want to be the shit. If you want to be number one, you got to act like it. You got to act like you already know everything and then I'm going to be a trainer soon. You got to have that mentality. But once you, right. you, it doesn't follow through or work out that way, yeah, man, I'm in the same boat. I, I start questioning myself. I don't know what to do now. Do I get myself into a trade? Do I just like admit my real name and stop hiding behind a gimmick? Do I like, do it? Do I become an electrician? Like, a gas fitter. What do I do? And I, 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 I don't know. You know, for years, Hipstar, I uh, tried so hard to cut these promos. And yes, when mm-hmm. I first started, there were 30-minute long promos, but <laughs> yeah. I was trying to get, you know, what's going to grab the audience. I was looking for all options. I threw them all out there on the table and just seen what worked. And, you know, here we are fast-forwarding to this day. Mm. And I see, like... Frank Newman, a bus driver, is cutting promos. Yeah, uh, with a Tim Hortons coffee cup in his hand. Yeah. You know, Priestens and Tridius, uh, who is a ring announcer and a video editor, is going to war with the Neo Wrestling Federation. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, suddenly, Chris Plon can throw in a, a his Crossfire logo on a TV screen and have it above his head and act as if he's like some sort of president of a fucking corporation. Yeah, right. Who uh. you know. They're trying to take everybody down. Meanwhile, I've worked so much harder. I've done so much more. And I'm at the same level of these people who a bus driver suddenly is cutting promos on Jesse Scott. I never thought I would see the day. Like, this is, to me, a black guy in the industry. 
to me, a letdown of uh, where we should be. Uh, <laughs> I'm not blaming the others out there. I'm putting all blame on myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. maybe it was just a waste of my time. Maybe I could have uh, controlled it, yeah. And, and yeah. not took so much time off after the knee surgeries. But you're going to get broken down either way. It's how you react to after you get broken down that counts the most. Right. Are you going to sulk or are you going to get back up and just keep ch- charging at it and keep fucking going forward? That's your choice. That's mm. your choice, all right? Exactly. And we're going to finish this year out. We're going to do it. We're not sure how we're going to do it. We're going to do it no matter where our mentality is, okay? Because we got our right. water intake. Uh, we know every name of every vegetable and what kind of health benefits they have for us. We're not going to stop. We ain't going The original 1-800-EDA-GIMMICK.com and February 5th Super Bowl. But fuck the Super Bowl because we'll be at the Rock Pile doing tonight on Hipstar Tonight before a live Death Proof event. Hipstar, it's going to be one of the greatest days in podcast history. This Sunday, you better be there, but we're going to see you tomorrow. Happy Tuesday. Tonight on Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Hace tanto tiempo que en verdad lo merecía Y como necesito tanto el carro lo llevé a revisar With Pat Porter <laughs> We hire in Hutch to We hire in Hutch and we hire in Whitey We hire in Hutch to edit But I don't know, Whitey's editing skills may be way out of date at this point He was out of date when he was doing it So he may be like old and slow now <laughs> I don't know, I don't know I think, I think he's literally fucking lost I don't know I think he's out of touch, bud Yeah, I think he's lost it too Like he's, 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 he's off the face of the earth on your days off, what do you like to do to kick back and relax, knowing you don't have to work that day, you don't have to train that day? <laughs> Are you kidding, man? You're asking an independent wrestler that. There should be no time off or kicking back. If you're talking to, like, a full-time wrestler you see on TV every day, then that's an easy question. But honestly, I'm training every single day, as well as any wrestler, aspiring wrestler needs to be. If you want to work better at your craft, you just got to keep on working at it, bro. I'm improving. That's what I'm doing. Good question, though. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight, paid for by the following. 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK For all of your show business requirements, please contribute any donations to the Heart and Soul Foundation. You can listen to four weekly episodes, now available on iTunes. All of this and more at hipstar.ca It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. You know, I occasionally break out into hives or a rash but just remember if you can go to your doctor stick to your appointments there's always a lotion or a special shampoo that'll take care of the case of the wednesday february 1st 2017 uh social media day and thanks to everybody who have been writing in, you know, especially with everything that's been going on in the world. A lot of people are opinionated as of recently. Uh, shout outs to Matt Bradley for his uh, wild left feminism rights posts. Hey, white privilege actor uh, for the immigrants, too. So thanks for having a heart. Yeah, it's and, almost like uh, I'm questioning if Matt Bradley actually has a vagina and not yeah. a fucking penis. Well, if he's actually uh, yeah, some sort of bitch. 
Well, he does uh, love his girlfriend very much. He lives in her uh, apartment, and she won't put up with any of his shit. In fact, she wanted to argue that he needed to go to rehab once because he smoked too much weed. Yeah. You, you can tell who Can you imagine, like, just, just, just picture this in your mind. Like, can you imagine Matt Bradley walking into a rehab center in Toronto saying that he needs to be checked in because he smoked so much weed? That that's like, what do you think that, that, that they would laugh at him? They would laugh at him at rehab, wouldn't they? The Especially biggest Matt Bradley, yeah. like biggest case of the white boy problems, right there. If you ask me, nothing yeah. else, you know, just just being white. You're suffering from being white, right there. Yeah, this well, one he has um, a nice man bag. I'll give him that fucking <laughs> pussy. <laughs> This uh, one uh, writing in uh, says, uh, Jay and Zach, wondering why you won't get back to me about doing my 605 Super Podcast. Is there heat between us? Mm. Signed, Jeremy Landry, Oshawa, Ontario. Yeah, the fact that uh, I don't know what you're talking about and the fact that sometimes around the locker room area, I don't necessarily like the way you look at me. Like, I don't know if you like me or you, you respect me or what the fuck's going on. But it seems like every time I enter the Oshawa area just to go to work, yeah. it seems like the Oshawa crew doesn't like the you know me coming in sort of oh, thing. Oh yeah, they and know. Like, yeah, I don't feel comfortable anymore going there. Uh, I worked one show for Doctor Mask. Yeah. Uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, because Smash doesn't uh, run shows there anymore, that's all my fault too. Uh, as well as the St. Catharines territory. I've screwed everything up for every promoter, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, but Jeremy Landry, like, this that, is a podcast thing. that I do, yeah. and it doesn't really matter if it's, you know, Monday Night Mayhem, or the fucking Blitz Network, yeah, or, yeah. you know, yeah. ooh, some of these ooh. people like Classic Chris have these oddball shows. I can't do them because my show and my voice is here for 15 minutes Monday through Thursday. Yeah. So what am I going to talk to you about when I want you over here? Like, I don't even like your show, Landry. Like, I don't even like it. I don't even like it. And I think you need a haircut and a shower. <laughs> and podcasts are so common, Jeremy. Like, everybody kind of has a podcast. So don't get, like, too emotionally Matthew hurt Grant because... is a student referee. He has a podcast, and he gets a big-time guest on there. Apparently, yeah. I guess so. Well, oh, you know, big time to him. I got because, as far as you know. He, yes, he thinks I mean, everything. Like, is big everybody time. seems to be a success in Ontario, and you know what, Jeremy Landry? Like, I just don't know what to do with you. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. You see, uh, Matthew Grant's eyes light up when he refs a match between like Space Monkey, and he thinks it's the greatest moment of his life. And he's like, "Wow, life's really turning out for me." He just gets really, really excited. So I mean, like. Matthew Grant has more bookings than anybody else I know in all of Ontario. <laughs> for some odd reason, you get these people that post that, hey, I'm available for bookings. Yeah, yeah. But the referee that owns a podcast posts every date that he's on. And I'm talking like it's Smash. It's uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, Hamilton yeah. shows. He's on all of them. You know, he's in rip school and fucking doing it. So, I mean, Matthew Grant, for all I know... He could be your next AJ Styles. I don't know where this is going. The business is so wide and so vast (laughs) to look at that it's not that unimaginable to see the Matthew Grant in that AJ position in a uh, few years, especially with the NXT developmental uh, series. Oh, gosh. It might be all the the coffee I drank today, but that really hurt my heart just to hear you say that. Oh, yikes. 
Oh. Well, you know, this is where we are in the business today. Uh, we just had the Royal Rumble, uh, one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time yeah. over on the and, network. And, and what uh, a show. Just yeah. to see some of the stars, like, uh, like, like, like you, you know, your new NXT champion is Bobby Roode. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people totally back in the awesome. day said, hey, he didn't, uh, he kept to himself in the locker room and, you know, I don't think he likes me, but I have to give it to him that he's the NXT champion. You yeah. know, so yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, that. yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about with Matthew Grant. This is where yeah, he could be the next NXT champion. Like, we don't know where the business is going. Either way, uh, thanks, Jeremy, for writing in. Uh, appreciate any kind of support, no matter if it's good or bad. Stay true uh, and cynical Shut free. Up, bro. Yeah. Uh, this one uh, writing in. Hey, bro. Got an offer to be trained by your ex-wife. She gave me some funky smiles at a show the other weekend. What do you think? Signed, Dusty Hofflin Karen, Brantford, Ontario. Don't do it! People that are still have so much to go and further to go in this business should not be training. And the most, you're going to pay this ridiculous monthly price for somebody who's just going to teach you the basics, but are they going to increase your bookings? Are they going to look good on your resume? You're going to be lower on the ladder than they already are. And, like, trust me, she has long ways to go, all right? She's not going to teach you anything that you haven't seen already if you've been watching indie wrestling for a while. You just don't want to do that to yourself, right? And why doesn't she have as much heat? Trust me, she's got heat. But it's because she's a woman and not a lot of promoters. Promoters are scared of women here. And there's not a lot a lot of women wrestlers in Ontario. So, heat or not, we need a spot filled, bro. We need a Divas match. Uh, that's how she makes it happen. Listen, your options are out there. Maybe don't think wrestling's the answer. Maybe try some improv or some theater. And listen, man, you got your whole life ahead of you, okay? Fuck. Yeah, no comment. Well, I th- either way, thanks for writing in. Uh, uh, this one writing in uh, says, Hey, guys, you got to stop hating. I do graphic design for some shows you make fun of a lot. It takes me a lot of effort. As well, as you need to know, Canadian Extreme are the nicest guys I ever met. They're the best prospect tag team ever. Uh, Signed, John Paul yeah. Zamet, Peter Bro, Ontario. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what the question is, John Paul. I mean, everybody is entitled to their opinion. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I certainly am allowed to, at this stage of my career, critique someone's uh, graphic design. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah. don't tell me that I can't. And uh, please, um, you know, uh, I welcome that your comments and your, you know, solutions, but I don't necessarily have to take them. And I just, I really don't have to take any sort of criticism yeah. from you yeah. because I don't like your I graphic do. work and I don't like the promotion that you work for. No, and I find yeah. it substandard and I find it very poor. Yeah. And I'm entitled to that opinion. And uh, just as much as I, you know, some of these people we have to actually now cancel mm, off of the shows. Mm-hmm, like, I don't mm-hmm. even want them listening to the show. Yeah. And I think this guy is one of them. I didn't know as a podcast you can block listeners. Ever since I found that out, I've just blocked listeners completely, and I think that that's pretty great. Of course, it's affecting our ratings, but there's some people out there you just don't you don't want them to really attach you yourself. just get tired anymore. of it. You know, I'm just yeah. trying to put a show together here with you, Hipstar. Yeah. I have no idea where it's going. 
I don't know why I do this uh, at this stage of my career. Yeah. Uh, just to hear myself talk, you know, and just to think that you know, it sounds good, like good that maybe I do know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I know that the rest of the audience kind of shits on it and they're entitled to their opinion, but I, I don't know what else to do. Like, if you want to take the podcast away from me, then I wouldn't have anything to do on a Sunday night, you know, Monday through Thursday or wherever we're at in the show. Wednesday. It's you true. Well, put it that Wednesday. way, John. This isn't the first Wednesday we've done, so you need to understand that we are entitled yeah. to our opinion. And I'm not going to keep saying right. that because I don't like doing the same show every fucking social media day. But you Thank need you. You, you. Need, you need to understand that. But you can always turn to 1-800-NEEDAGIMMICK.COM for all you need uh. graphic design tips, which you can get now. Offered uh, by yours truly, as uh, with a little persuasion of Hutch Henry's. So, uh, he, you know, just keep that in mind. The yeah, Hutch Henry's uh, doing a really fine uh, rip off of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I noticed on his latest poster. Yeah. Um, I really shout out to Hutch Henry on that. But like, all I'm trying to say is like, my first graphic girl, mm -hmm. uh, Sandy, uh, worked out of a wheelchair. So. <laughs> Don't tell me that this is a hard job. Don't 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 sit there telling me it's right. It's true. But s speaking of sitting there, Sandy doing... could get this done in like five minutes. She would have a new vision poster done. So don't tell me that you took time to put a skull in the in the middle of your graphics like every other fucking <laughs> indie promotion across the world has done. Okay, thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of sitting if I there, I see another fucking uh, oh, seasons again. beating show. I'm going to fucking throw up. March <laughs> Meltdown, I'm fucking tired of these. Every fucking show has the same fucking gimmick going. All Out War. How many All Out War shows are across the fucking country at any given time? November to December. Yes. <laughs> oh, but again, I'm going to try this for, uh, for the third time. Speaking of sitting down, doing a hard job, this Sunday, our very first live Tonight on Hipstar Tonight podcast. Fuck the Super Bowl mm -hmm. because you can be at the rock pile death proof. DOA four. And I got giveaways. I got a fucking gimmick bag full of giveaways for these fucking fans over at death proof. It's going to be crazy. They're going to love it, man. It's going to be great. And we got a very intimate one-on-one -on -one interview with the world renowned mm -hmm. Steve Brown on his birthday. So you got to be there for that, man. That's going to be insane. Can't wait. And what you also got to be there for is to actually see if the hip star, Jay Moore, and Steve Brown can fit on the same stage at once. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. But because of size can be big and overweightness can happen, make sure that your vegetables and fruits are very important and mandatory part of your meals because it's all you need to think about on a Wednesday, social media day. Tonight on Tonight on Him Starts Tonight. Question, All right, go she, ahead. My dad is like 200 pounds, six foot tall. How many beers should a 55-year-old man drink? Thanks. P.S. Don't swear as much. Don't swear as much. Fuck that. Did she really write that? Yeah. I, I think I could wrap it all up in one. Okay. If you hold on me, and then we can break it down if you so desire. I'm interested to see how you do this. Um, I think just based on the email itself and the way she worded it and her back and forth and snotty little attitude, it's no <laughs> wonder that her old man at 55 is getting drunk every night. He can't, True. He can't put up with you, honey. 
Yeah, it's true. You Way know? to go, Angel. And how old is this chick? Because if the old man's 55, now is that Angel 17 representing her age? I don't know. It could be. Get out of the house! <laughs> go well, do something! You should have moved out by now! Who cares what your old man's doing? Let him drink. At 55, he's, his life's almost damn well over. He's got another 10, 20 years to live. 10, you know, if he drinks. <laughs> but... <laughs> And uh, Bud Light, by the way. Make it Bud Light. Um, <laughs> all I'm saying is Acomania. You're getting to be a professional at this. <laughs> Thank you. Sponsored by Bud Light. Let your old man drink all the Bud Light he can drink. That's true. All right. You We're going to get that uh, answer that for our fans and also get our sponsor. And there. anyways, uh, uh, even if he's having liver problems or whatever, you don't want to live to be too old anyways. Do you? Do you really want his Acomania? I mean, seriously, a good 50, 60 is good enough, you know? Yeah. In my 80s? Yeah. Oh, 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 it hurts when I pee. Oh, will someone help me change my sack? I don't want to be doing that. I was about to say 80 years old, man. I'm going to be doing some hard drugs. Yeah, man. you can't fucking drive. You can't have sex. You can't do anything. You might as well. Hey, hey, if you I'm know? 80 and I'm not having sex, I'm not very happy. I don't like that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I'm tripping balls. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just lay me down. All Throw right. some dirt on me. I'm good. <laughs> Hopefully, okay. uh, uh, anyways, just leave your old man alone, really. Thanks, Angel17, for Itch. writing in. Th Did you see me when you saw me in the city and looked at me? Did you see me with baby with dance when you looked at me? Tonight on Hipstar Tonight, paid for by the following 1-800-NEED-A-GIMMICK For all of your show business requirements, please contribute any donations to the Heart and Soul Foundation. You can listen to full weekly episodes now available on iTunes. All of this and more at hipstar.ca. It is tonight. Tonight on Hipstar Tonight. Hey, hey. whoa. It's, uh, it's a Thursday, the 2nd of February. Sometimes there's memories you want to forget. Sometimes there's things that you just kind of want to keep in your heart forever. And then sometimes you got moments ahead of you. And you know that the future is bright. And as bright as live appearances in Grimsby. The fans, the support, the love, despite the death threats, are just a beautiful thing. Despite the wishing well that closed down, but uh, Jay, like, how's uh, Grimsby doing? Grimsby's just going mad, I hear. They, they... You know, uh, the future is all bright, as they say. No, they don't as say you that. say. I don't, I've never heard that before. Well, it, it's February 2nd. Now, here's the, uh, yeah. the, the question of the day. Mm -hmm. It's the February the 2nd, which is the second month in 2017, all being the second day of right. the second month of 2017. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's the fourth day of the week, which is Thursday. That's how you got to open this show. But yeah, the wishing well. I'm uh, sitting in front of the wishing well. That's the topic of the show today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that on was the road. Memories. And now I'm off the road mm -hmm. at the wishing well where you, in fact, split your head open going to a Steve Brown show. The yeah. 
Grimsby, the Grimsby Casablanca off the ramp. Uh, this is where like Jackson Jarvis goes to eat, Rex yeah, Atkins, yeah. Uh, Bruno Davis. When we're on the road, Bruno Davis can't afford five guys, so he's, he likes to go to Casablanca <laughs> and get Wendy's. Uh, yeah, he goes where the ride is going, <laughs> whatever the driver decides. <laughs> hey, whatever, man, I'll eat. Well, I don't think he gives a shit. Like in a lot of ways, Bruno Davis is such a piece of scum mm. that I've literally seen him pour. Uh, like the biggest cup of coffee that you can get in the back seat of Jackson Jarvis's car, yeah, <laughs> and made him actually clean it himself while he stood in a parking lot laughing at him with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. So I don't think that you know a guy like Bruno Davis really gives a fuck about anybody or anything. And yeah, it's just that was kind of ridiculous. Sad us. that the business has gone that way. The selfish screech days. Yeah, yes. poor guy. Uh, you know. Anyway, hipstar, I. Uh, I had gotten off the road as I was going on Northern Tour here in Grimsby due to the fact that the highway the is shut down in some fucking accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were so late. now I'm over here and I'm in front of the wishing well that has no water. Please keep out of the water, but it has no water and pylons all over the place. Um, it makes it more awkward you know, for, the, for the fans to get around. You know, they can't see you. You're tucked away. Well, it makes you wonder, but... like, some of the greenhorns in the business, yeah, like the yeah. D-man. Green. You know, uh, uh, dare I say barricade. Uh, they have never seen dare the water. Dare I say barricade. And they have never been to the pit stop that the workers go to when we're on the road. And uh, without having the water here, the waterfall, it just seems like a very sad day in this business. Wishing well tonight. I miss you wishing well. I know you could dare. Wishing well tonight. Wishing all around Unbelievable, unfucking believably great that was, Hipstar. Thanks, man. That was you a tribute. You are a masterpiece. It was a tribute to one of my favorite places. Uh, the time I split my head open, uh, and the Mohawk hospital was uh really really busy so we're like yes. uh, fuck this and we went to the same stop the same position that you're in now we uh there was the days of the baconators back when i ate that uh fleshy ground beef yes. meat yes. and uh you know it was it was great <laughs> to be in my my white and red danger boy pants <laughs> and with a towel around my head because i'm leaking blood through the back like uh, i still got my boots right. on you know it was okay that was grade 12 no, of Danger Boy would be proud. <laughs> he would. I paid my dues and bled out of my head tonight. <laughs> uh, a lot of things have been happening. Um, you know, I wanted to bring up, if you don't mind. Please do. Yeah, a lot of these please. people, mm-hmm. a lot of these podcasters, you yeah. know, the, 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 like you were bringing them up last week. Yeah. Uh, the Jeremy Laundry or whatever his name is. Yeah, you know, they're doing the, 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 You know, these podcasters, the all these guys mm-hmm. are wanting me to make comments yeah. on the return of Tyler Turba yeah. coming into Crossfire facing Congo Kong. And I don't really like to talk about wrestling on this show. I don't like yeah. to do the same show over and we over again. On. We do politics. But we do, it we just do, seems like you know. <laughs> I, uh, a lot of the emails... <laughs> I got him here. Yeah. Because a lot of the fans that came to the Wishing Well, this is where I'm doing my uh, remote show here. And I just thought I'd bring up Tyler Turbo. Like, everybody knows uh, Turbo was on the injury list. Yeah. And was out of action for a long time, held many titles, and now doesn't have any titles. Yeah. Poor guy. And what's interesting is he wrestled for the number one contendership. Yeah. 
yeah, the yeah. title Number against one. Cody Deaner and then injured his arm or something. And now, I think, like, since his break, he's been on literally cocaine. I think he's high as fuck because he sent uh, whoa, whoa, an interview whoa, whoa, whoa. over to Crossfire where he's talking about Cody Deaner being the rightful champion and him being the rightful number one contender coming off an injury list. So, like, this is the only promotion that you can actually leave and come back and get a number one, like, get a title shot. It's just... Which is great. I don't know the what the opportunity is there. Hey, let's not make uh, too many drastic uh, accusations, you know? Jay, you've been known to uh, throw the blow word around on a lot of people, including me, so uh, we don't really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, be easy. Not the, uh, everybody yes, well, you do in the owe, world. Uh, by the way, before you go any further, you do owe three lines of cocaine to Pee Castle. I've been told about that. You've been dodging right? the bullet about that. So, don't tell me... I I can't talk about blow on the air. Take it, take it easy, okay? Just, uh, just take it easy, yeah! Listen. Well, yeah, you couldn't even bring him the proper steak. You brought him, uh, like, a beef steak, and he's choking on it all fucking night. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. It was a beautiful steak. We made a great au jus. It was really delicious, and he's complaining two days after that, oh, it was too thick yeah, of a steak. What you brought you. me was stewing beef. Too thick of a sirloin. I'm like, ah, you know what? You know, young, grateful, fucking son of a god. Well, he's also complaining that you took back your $9 cheese. No, he. I tried to, and then he stole it out of my bag. That was $9, that cheese, okay. all right? He ate half the fucking well, he's brick. Saying that he, he's saying that you took it, but, you know, let's no, not get he off took track it. here. Like, he took not... it back out of my bag. How, like, rude is that? I purchased it. I put it in my bag to leave, and as I go to the bathroom, he takes it out just as I'm about to exit. How dare. How dare! Well, if you Do talk to my agent, yeah. my agent Pee Wee Castles is accusing mm-hmm. you of a bringing the wrong our, steak. Our agent. Uh, that's not a sirloin aged steak that he eats, and uh, he's my agent also, too. Okay, uh, all right. Let's stop saying your agent. It's all about you. You know, well, we're yes. in the same industry. Okay. Well, until you until you pay him for his yayo, yeah. then uh, I, I think that you got a lot of explaining to do to Who your says- agent. Who says yayo anymore? Nobody says that. Come on. You go back to your Scarface oh. poster on the wall. You know? No. Casey Spinelli says it. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Do it tonight. You know, and uh, insert it any way you what please. What do you think KC stands for kilo of cocaine? Oh, oh, oh that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Whoa, went off track because this is supposed to be a pump show, all right, because Jay started his tour on a Thursday, all right, and he's ending it on Sunday. We'll see you at the Rock Pile, my man, because it's going to be great. We got giveaways. Jay's got stuff in his bag. I got elbow pads, and I'll dig out something else if you want, but, like, we're going to have fun. And, you know, I got a special guest that's been announced, so he's not a surprise anymore. But the world-renowned Steve Brown will be there on his birthday. Yes. Jay, that'll be something, right? Yeah, and, you know, uh, what better way to spend the Super Bowl with tonight on Hipstar Tonight, infamous Jay Moore, yeah. Hipstar mm-hmm. Zach Atticus, yeah. and world-renowned Steve Brown. And I'm really, really excited for that. It's going to be one of a kind. We're going to be recording Monday's episode, too, uh, live at the Rock Pile. And it's going to be its absolutely incredible. Jay, you're ready. Well, I'm pumped up for it. You know, for me, it's not like you have gimmicks uh, anymore. You threw out all your gimmicks, so it'll just be like street gear, Jay Moore. But hey, that's a draw, too. Well, I have uh, the 1998 Royal Rumble on VHS. True. I have uh, a collection from Rob Feinstein that I don't think is available even in Canada anymore. Whoa. And I have also from Pro Wrestling Illustrated March. 
1982, Magnum TA on the cover. What is Magnum TA going to say to Sting at Clash of the Champions? Oh. All that and more on the giveaway portion gonna... of tonight on Hip Starts Night, live at the Rock Pile, February 5th. What are you going to do? Watch Super Bowl? I don't think so. No, fuck Come down and watch world-renowned Steve Brown. Yeah, it's true. He's going to be there as well as we get to find out the answer of what Magnum TA did have to say. Bay-bay. Yes. You know, I, I, I appreciate Steve for, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people that uh, want to watch the Super Bowl, but what is the alternative? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, everybody in the world is going to be sitting around watching the Super Bowl, yeah. stuffing well. their face with, you know, uh, country corner meets and, you know, pig roast promotions and everything. Yeah. But Steve Brown will give you the alternative. You want something to do other than sit there and watch football all night? <laughs> then come down and watch tonight on Hip Starts Night. World-renowned Steve Brown is live at the Rock Pile February 5th, and this is going to be one hell of a fucking Sunday. Are you damn right it's going to be? That's the thing about that death-proof crowd, too, that I love, is that they, none of them want to see the Super Bowl. They have no interest. They just want to see... Brutality and violence and scalps Nobody opening up. Nobody gives a up. shit about the Super Bowl, yeah. you know. Nobody gives a shit about the New England Patriots or the Atlanta Falcons. None of them should be there. Um, football in, in my house is not allowed. I will not have it airing in my house, especially <laughs> when I'm not yeah. home, and I'll be at the rock pile anyways. I just want to get an Instagram photo of a crowd with their backs turned to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that, that, yes. that would be a beauty image. We don't care. We just yes. want to see really grungy, rusty barbed wire in people's backs. Tetanus shot. Much Tetanus like, shot. Much like the Women's March, we are protesting the NFL and the Super Bowl 2017. Oh, we'll be at the Rock Pile. What more can I tell you? The Bills aren't Steve in the Brown Super Bowl. I'm not interested. Go Bills, go. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Aplant, his yeah. favorite team, won two games all year, the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. He looks like a complete fucking loser at this point. Well, yeah, um, wearing the logo. Sitting around, around with Priestin and Frank Newman. Yeah. And like, like, you know, <laughs> it's just sad that the people on the lower level underneath mm-hmm. us never really got to the level of success that yeah. we did and even supports like a loser yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Um I just feel for him. Like, I don't like Chris Aplan. I don't like bringing him up on the show, but, uh, fuck. You're proven by example. You're a loser. <laughs> no. No, all right? Well, like, uh, your teams are losers, okay? Maybe rethink. Well, the 49ers. <laughs> we get, like, a little opinion A, opinion B, opinion C, mesh yeah. them together and build your own opinion, right? Not just your right. team yeah. is the best. And that's the thing. It's not your team either. Don't refer to it as my team. You know, my team's been having a tough year. No, it's not yours. You didn't put any money into it. You just, like, bought cable and you, you got, right. like, the three major rivalries. Biased fucking booking right. the NFL is, and I hate that. So biased. Yeah. Ratings, my ass. Well, Nobody there's so cares. much money involved. I believe that uh, every game is fixed, uh, yeah. much like the UFC. I believe everything is predetermined. They work for pro um, yeah. Yeah, they're in cahoots. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I do have a bet with some chick in Ottawa. Now, if the New England Patriots win, I get a blowjob that night because that's her team. So, if they lose, uh, you know, I guess, I, yeah, you know, but... Uh, and that's when I'm on tour in Ottawa. I got a ring rat up there, so it's fucking great. <laughs> what does she get if she wins? Uh, well, that's the problem. I guess I got to schmooze it a little bit, but I'm really hoping to like lick some pussy or something. 
Yeah, you got to do that too. You That's know? the thing. You got to dedicate yourself. Yeah. And I, I am a true dedicator. Yeah, I, I strongly believe in dedicating myself and my mouth. Very, very talented with either of my organs, my functions, my senses. So try yeah. me out sometimes. We're here. Live from Grimsby. J-Mar, we'll see you on the Sunday. It's going to be I'll fucking unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, it's not today necessarily. Because it's tonight. On Hipstar Tonight. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! Oh, fuck. I don't know what I'm going to do with this highway. It's sucked up. I might be here all fucking night. Yeah, you fucking just sleep there, man. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I'm uh, uh, I'm riding with one of the ring crew boys, so oh. it's like I gotta keep him out in the car to keep. I want the car running, so yeah, it's yeah, warm yeah. when I get back in there. But the guy's like texting me, wanting coffee and shit. Like I don't really want to be running the guy with coffee. It's fucking windy. <laughs> All right, man, that's good. I'll uh, see you on Sunday. Yeah, I'll take a picture. of This is too bad. While we were talking, there was a bunch of kids who were walking around it, and I just couldn't get my camera going. But it would have been great. Anyway. Alright, send me a picture though, okay? Yeah.